welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Today we're on Rob. Rob is from Tigers of Pantang. How are you? I'm very good. And a big hello to all your viewers and listeners. Well, thank you. I have a, hopefully there's a, a wide variety. I try doing all types of music because I'm a fan of just music and I try to encourage people to listen to all types of music, which, you know, is important. Or at least be aware yes. of it and not be so close-minded, you know? Um, I always like to say, like, you know, I'm in, I'm in my early 50s, so like, you know, like in the 70s and the 80s, you always see those TV specials about actors and musicians, and you might not know who it was, but it was like a, not like a dossier, but, you know, the, like, the entertainment shows would do it when you like, and you'd see, it, you're like, oh, they're, they're okay guy, or I'll check out that music or that, that, that woman's, you know what I'm saying? And I'm hoping that old-fashioned angle where someone goes, oh, you know, Rob's a pretty cool guy, let me check out his album. Oh, wow, you know what I mean? You know, it's kind of a, that kind of thing. So, yeah. But a fan, obviously, if I'm, I'm a rocker and it's my generation, you guys are definitely a band I listened to when I was younger. Happily, you guys have a, had a second version, like Deep Purple Mach 2. You, you, you're not new now, but it was your second version of your new monster vocalist who's been phenomenal, who's given you uh, the engine, you know. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. J Jack is, uh, is definitely our... Uh, our jewel in the crown, as 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 we say, um, he's been in the band eighteen years now. The new kid was still right. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah, he's still still a new boy. Yeah, because <laughs> considering I've got forty five years in, so yeah. <laughs> well, you you're going for the the Tigers' uh, pension plan, you know, so they get that. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah, absolutely. I'm 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 the oldest tiger living. Yes. Yeah, the old tiger in the cage. Um, but to that point, though, I mean, obviously, he is fantastic, but the, the band itself, and that, that's that's the hard thing for musicians to get, is the chemistry. Mm, and I think he absolutely. was getting him in. First, it's hard to find a good a good perfect storm to start off when you guys first started out. You're like, everyone's like, whoa, this is this is great. The chemistry just worked. Lighting in a bottle. You know, and then things go on with different, you've had, and people can look up the other interviews, you've talked with the ups and downs of record labels. So produce a lot of good music, sometimes different changes. And you've left the music industry and you came back. But this, to have lightning twice, you know, to have another great combination <clears throat> well, you, of yeah. players. Absolutely. Why, why have one bite at the cherry when you can have two and, and maybe even finish it and spit it out the pip? You know, uh, why not? Yeah. <clears throat> um, you know, there aren't many bands on the planet where there are still the original members, no. every single one. Um, I, I'm struggling even to think of one band um, where, you know, all, all the original members are still there. Um, if they haven't left or unfortunately passed on or, or right. whatever. Um, and people, you know, people come and go for all sorts of different reasons. You know whether it's uh, whether it's musically, whether it's personality, whether it's um, family, um, all sorts of things. And you know, um, I've 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 always uh, I've always driven driven the ship, um, as it were. Um, even though I had a, I had a hiatus, um, you know, from the the late eighties to the late nineties, um, where I was really disillusioned with the music business uh, and walked away and sold everything everything every guitar every amplifier everything i, I hear um, that and, and my and... heart cry as a guitar player my heart cries thinking about you selling them all 
how brokenhearted were you? Like, do you need therapy for that? And then you're like, I have that guitar. <laughs> now you're like, oh, that guitar. I don't care about the other stuff. It's just that guitar. Well, I, 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 I probably, yeah, I never did have therapy, but I, I probably. <laughs> I'm guitar I therapy probably, for all those missing guitars, right? <laughs> I could probably do with it now. I mean, I, I had a lovely, I had a lovely guitar collection. Um, you know, um, some very expensive, nice, um, <clears throat> all American guitars, which I owned, um, uh, and every, you know, everything went. Um, it, it was just a, uh, it was just you know something that. I felt I had to do in my head. Um, I never stopped going to going to shows, right. um, although that was a bit like a busman's holiday because I, I I always had itchy feet and thought, mm, God, I would really like to be standing up there. Um, and and I never stopped buying records. Uh, and um, I really resisted when CDs sort of first came on, and I thought, No, I'm yeah. not having any CDs. I, I, no, I did too. No. Also, I did too. I was okay with cassettes for some reason because it still felt. Cheers, like, everybody. Yeah, I thought early for me to get, but cheers. <laughs> it's well, I'm, 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 I'm four or five hours further on than you, so it's, so it's, it's early evening here, so um, it's just a, it's just a little, a little medicinal grape, uh, uh, grape juice. I was doing Australia before, and it was like six o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I can't drink with you. If I'm drinking with you now, I'm an alcoholic. I can't do this. So yeah. Well, this, this is the the Chardonnay grape. So um, uh, cheers to all your, uh, all your viewers. Very cool, very cool. Thank you. So, and I think, and I want to say a few things. Is first off, on a, on a serious note, at this point, and I always like to say this, like there's certain things I think is important. My goal with this show is you know talk to artists. Is, a, no such thing as guilty music, no such thing as one hit wonders. There's no such thing as any of these rules. Like if you're in a band or you other members, there's no thing. You just you're an artist and you're playing, you're performing, and if you love that artist, you want to support them, and you can support them even if you don't like that album. You can still be a fan of them. And say yeah, that just wasn't for me. Doesn't mean you don't like them. Just means that wasn't the album for you. No, absolutely. And I don't think people, and, and, people are so black and white though, and that's where it gets kind of weird and wonky in the music world. Well, th throughout history, bands have released albums that were quite different to what um, what their mainstream um, ideas were, as you know. Um, and and you know fans <laughs> flag it up and they go oh I wasn't expecting that um, <clears throat> you know I, I prefer this right um, and uh, you know the, 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 they do stick by them um, I, I, and it's we, we could name names we, we could name examples but is it fair probably not um, no. but but there are you know there, there are bands that you know even the Tigers um, you know we. Uh, we brought out an album called Noises um, from the Cat House, mm -hmm. um, which is always a fun name. And probably, if it probably yeah, a great name for an album. Um, and there's some, there's, you know, the, the music on it is is all there. But is yep. it is it essentially Tigers? Maybe maybe quite not. It may, it might be. We might have got a little bit heavier and a, and a bit um, a, a, a more heavy metal than hard rock, um, right. but it's got it's got one of my all time favorite Tigers tracks on there, um, which is which is the closing track, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, you know, which is kind of in three parts, um, which does everything from um, hard rock to to, to ballad to, to theatrical to absolute heavy metal you know at the end um 
uh, and it's 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 not not something that, that you would really associate with the Tigers, you know, a, 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 an 11 minutes, 10 and a half, 11 minute, three part epic song. But um, I, I really like it, I have to say. Um, but, you know, I, I, we, you know, we took we took on board the comments from the press when that came out um, and went back, you know, went back to the to the grindstone. Um, we had a, uh, Jack joined us at that point, um, and we started writing uh, um, material for the next album. Um, and when it was reviewed by Classic Rock, um, you know, Jeff Barton said um, he 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 said in one breath in, in in a quote, he said, "If I only had enough money to buy the new White Snake album, the new Def Leppard album, Def Leppard album, or the new Tigers album, I probably would buy the new Tigers album." Which was very kind of him uh, and, and a very nice quote. Um, so so that kind of told us that we were well and truly back on track. I, I hear that and I like that, and, and I don't think he really jumped the shark with that album. I think it was interesting. I think a few things that I'm going to say, if you give me a minute, I want to share with you. Like I think a people, a band is just like a, it's kind of like a family and a job because you're doing fun and emotional, and there's money involved in it, and your life, and you're mm -hmm. touring, and you're living together. There's so many parts to it, and you're creative, and it's so hard to be creative with somebody without being sensitive or angry or emotion because being creative is putting your emotions out there. So when you're creating each time, that's why people are always fighting in the studio because you're laying it out there. And then I expect people not to fight or break up or move on or, or say, I want to go in a different direction. It's unfair for an artist to begin with, you know? Um, yeah. And, and, you know, I think all bands, um, all bands go through that. Um, right. And of course, the, the, the test is to, uh, to, to go through that and, and come through the other side rather than um, spit your dummy out the pram and say, well, I absolutely think you're wrong, uh, so I'm leaving and, and I'm going and that's it. And that's that's the wrong thing to say. Um, healthy healthy discussions about music are good right. because at the, end, at the end of the day, you want the best product you can possibly put out uh, as, a, as an artist uh, because if you feel it's the best product, then um, you know you, you you feel good about it, you know, and and you want to shout from the rooftops and tell everybody. Um, yeah. And I'm sure I'm sure we'll get to to, to the to our new album, which is out yeah. on May May the fifth, called Bloodlines. And I, I, I yes, I just get that little cheap plug in there. Um, this shows about I, this album, as I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I always I, I always view. Um, an artist's career, no matter no matter what field you're in, as a staircase. Um, now we're not going down the pun of a you know a stairway to heaven or a highway to hell or all that kind of stuff. A sim a simple staircase in a house, and every time you bring out a new product, whether it's a CD, a record, a book, a video, if if you know if, if, if a film. You want it to be better than the last one because that that signifies a progression. That signifies that as an artist, you're developing and you're moving on, uh, and you're moving up. So you go up a stair. You don't want to stay on the same same stair, same stair because that's right. saying to everybody, "Well, I've got nothing new to offer, really." And you never want to get to the top of the staircase because that's saying, "Well, <laughs> where do we go from here?" Because we really feel we can't go any further. And that's not where you want to be. You want to be keeping. You want to keep on going up this imaginary staircase, never getting to the top, of course. 
And I, I, I genuinely feel with Bloodlines, we, we've got up two stairs. Um, the band is absolutely on fire. Um, we have recorded it. We have recorded the album in a completely different way to what we normally record. We normally record what well, we used to record conventionally before this wonderful thing called COVID-19 happened. Um, we used to go into a studio all together uh, and, uh, you know, spend two weeks, three weeks um, at, you know, record company expense um, recording an album. And there was an element of unnecessary pressure upon everybody because everybody wants to get their, wants to fight their own corner and get their own bit recorded as quickly and as perfectly as possible. Um, and looking back on that, because we knew nothing else, that's just the way it was and that's how you accepted things. But looking back on it from the way we've recorded Bloodlines, I'll never go back to that and I never want to do that again. The way we've recorded this, every, everybody has a home studio now. Um, and indeed, if you've got a mobile phone, you've got a home studio, uh, you know, with technology, it's moved yeah. on, you know, since I started 45 Except years ago, there was no internet. Except for drums. <laughs> Except for drums, well, you do the drums right. You, you have got to do the drums right, and 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 we did do the drums right. Um, sound great. So, I don't know how you do them. Uh, we 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 produced a uh, we produced a demo with obviously with programmed drums, um, you know, from a from a machine, um, and uh, from the demo, everybody, uh, you know, worked worked their own like improved their parts as it were and recorded them perfectly my my studio that i've got here in my house um is good enough for me to write songs and do demos but i don't think it's quite up to the standard that i wanted it to be for the album so i, I went to a friend's studio uh a guy called dave hills uh, he's got a um, a nice um digital um 48 track studio uh which sounds you know hugely impressive you know it, it's it's uh, you know it, it's not a in a mansion or anything like that it's you know it's 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 part of his part of his outbuildings as it were um very nice it is though uh, and he's a guitar player and we just sat and i recorded my guitar parts um and we went through them um and i really felt uh, uh, this time uh, my performance um is the very best you know that i could do but with no pressure and 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 indeed with guitar solos, playing guitar solos, um, I you know I would I would only ever I only ever I never I never plan pre-plan or work out a guitar solo but themes to songs yes but not not your actual press the button guitar solo and I'd kind of like the spontaneity and just see what jumps out my fingers when I play, um, and I, I won't record any more than five maybe six guitar solos to choose from. I, I don't record 30 or 40 guitar solos or, or, or all that rubbish. Uh, I just don't believe in it. If you're not going to get it four or five times, then you're not going to get it. Um, and uh, we did that, you know, chose, chose the best solo. Um, uh, Dave turned them into stems, these things called stems, and they were, they were all sent off. Francesco, uh, the new, new Tigers guitar player, but he's been in the band two years, uh, he collated everything because he's got a really nice studio where he lives in Sardinia. Uh, and then all the stems were sent um, to uh, Chu Madsen, who is a Danish, um, a top Danish producer who we've used. Um, and he, he he mixed it and, and put all the jigsaw pieces together for us. Um, 
Chew was recommended to us by uh, a record company. Um, he normally is associated with slightly heavier um, bands than us. Uh, he's done work with Metallica and um, various other bands. Some of them I have to confess and put my hand up, I've never heard of. But um, when you Google them, they're huge. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's my knowledge is li quite limited in that field because it's not really my kind of thing, just not me. Um, so um, he did an amazing job. And with very little direction, he just got us. He, he got the band. I think I called him a couple of times for a couple of levels. You know, can you turn the guitar down? Can you turn the bass up? You know, and that was it. it there was no um, direction or can you make this sound like this? Can you stop this there whatever? He just did it. And it sounds absolutely amazing. It really, really it does. Really it's, does, it's, really does. It, it, it's, it's a big sound. I want to go back and, and listen to some other stuff he's done because I, I was very impressed by the production. I went to school for production way in the day. So mm. I appreciate when I heard the album, it sounds so fresh. Like it feels like I felt like I was 18 years old again, unwrapping a cassette or something. And then with the music and the songs and, and going to the edge of the world, I was like, I felt like I was a kid again. It just like everything just felt so new. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, Edge of the World is the first single. It's, it's the opening track of, of side one yeah. um, of the CD and, and of the LP as well. Great choice to um, opening track. Yeah, thank you. Um, and, and we open the show with it as well now. Um, and um, originally what happened was I, I, had, I had a load of song ideas demoed. And when Francesco joined the band, I sent them, I sent them to him. I fed them to him um, two by two by two. Um, and he kind of dissembled them and reassembled them, adding, you know, writing his guitar parts and 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 and, and, and writing new parts, mm -hmm. um, and really took the took the, the the song ideas that I had really to the next level. I have to say, and on Edge of the World, um, the, the 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 breakdown Spanish guitar uh, in the middle of it uh, is all is all his creation, his idea, which is which is genius, because for the people that haven't heard edge of the world um it's very easy to check out because of course it's on youtube it's it's yeah. it's a standalone video on youtube um please uh, you know go and have a listen to it if you like it you will absolutely love the album yeah um it does but it, a tone. It, it, it has that light and shade in in the song um and you go down to this this very melodic uh, spanish guitar and then the solos absolutely kick you you know, so hard. Um, you, you're back. You're back in the room. You know, <laughs> um, yeah. and it's the second single, which is the current single out at the moment as we speak, um, which is "Fire on the Horizon." Um, after I'd sent Francesco, I don't know half a dozen songs. Um, I said to him, "Listen, I've sent you all these songs. Have you got anything you want to send me?" You know, because it's all a bit one way at the moment, uh, and and you know, I'm I'm interested to hear what. So he sent me this. He sent me this demo um, of Fire on the Horizon, and it was one of those. So I put it on and I listened to it, and I thought to myself, "Oh my God, that's one of those songs and one of those guitars that I just wish I had written." It's it's yeah. just off the page. It's tremendous. It absolutely does everything it says, uh, you know, on the tin, um, and a kind of a lot, of, you know. Uh, along the sort of 
it's nothing like Hellbound, but kind of along along that you know very intense guitar riff, um, really melodic um, vocals, huge excuse me, huge hook in the chorus. Um, and, and it's all super listenable, you know, it's, it, it's, it just all, all comes together, um, you know, uh, orally, shall we say, uh, you know, it's, it's just, it, it all kind of makes sense. So, um, yeah, five, f and then there, there is a third single, which, um, which we're busy working on the video at the moment, the video's done, we're just, we're doing videos being edited. Mm -hmm. um, which is which we, we we try and do things in house. If you do things in house, you can keep control of them, um, and you're not having to ring people up or, or email people as, as as we do these days and say, oh, oh uh, at, at three minutes fifty two, I'm not sure about that. You know, can we yeah. change it or whatever? Um, so Craig, our drummer, um, who has been in the you know, in this version of the Tigers, as long as me, 23 years, Craig's been, uh, Craig's been with me. Um, he's a, a, an amazing video editor. So he's busy editing um, the, the the video at the moment. It was shot by uh, a great guy called Steve Christie. Uh, and and Steve, Steve uh, has done some editing on it and then sent it across to Craig um, to, to do uh, kind of like as executive producer, if you like. Um, and that's called Back for Good. And that's... Um, that, that that's a live like live in the studio kind of thing um but it's oh it's it, that's that's one of those what i would call a um a mad motorcycle song so it's a it's a mid-tempo rocker um but it's one of those songs when you play in the car or if you if, if, if you have it in your headphones if you're riding a motorbike you just keep on twisting the throttle open and open and open and <laughs> it, it, it's a one of those you know uh it has a, it, it it has the guitar theme which, which which gives you a bit of an earworm and you think oh my god yeah i'm hearing that all day now um and, and it, it just it, it's huge it's absolutely huge but you know that all the tracks on the album I don't, I don't know. I don't know whether you remember, or whether your, your viewers and listeners, they'll all have them in their collection, um, and 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 there'll be big band names as well, where you would, you know, in the in the late seventies, early eighties, mid seventies, late eighties, you'd you'd go and buy an album from from your favorite band or or a band that you know your your friend had said, oh, oh go and try this album, this is great. So you you come home and you'd put it on the turntable, you'd put it in your cassette player, and the you think to yourself, oh, there's about three good songs on that, yeah. um, and and they're you know it's great, and I love this band, but mm, I think they're about seven songs short of an absolute blinder, you know, yeah. or your friend, or you know, if you were coming around to my house and, and I'd say to you, hey, come round, um, I'm going to play the new whatever album, um, and the, uh, and I play, I pick a track out because I think it's the best track. With Bloodlines, the Tigers album, if you came around. I couldn't pick you a track. We would have to play it because <laughs> I, I really, I really couldn't pick you a track. I could pick you a fast track, or I could pick you a ballad. But mm. if you said to me, "What's your favorite?" You know, what, what, what's the best track? It doesn't have a best track. They're all best tracks. They, they, they really are. And this is going to sound like a right sales pitch uh, and and whatever, but it it honestly is. Do you know what I mean? I'm 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 happy to ref I'm happy to refund anybody if if, if I'm telling lies. Well, it, it, why would you? Well, I, I I don't think it's a bad thing. I think, and I always like when an artist says it's their best thing, and when they believe it, unless it's an artist just like dialing it in, or 
periods of time and they're just saying, this is our best one. They had to do an album to kind of put it out there. But right now at this point in your career, and a lot of artists in this genre, nobody has to do an album. It's not that world. I know this bigger pain in the butt to do an album than just to tour and do what the fans want. You, Sometimes it's just a yeah, labor of yeah, we, we we could you know we, we, you know we could turf out you know endless live albums and, and all that kind of yeah. stuff. This the the point is, you know, even at my my tender age, you know, in my mid sixties, this the, the creativity is just jumping out of my fingers. Um, it's it, it's it, it's amazing. It, it amazes me on a daily basis, uh, and I never set out. To I never say to myself, right? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go upstairs, plug my guitar in my studio, and write a song, because I know I couldn't do that, and I've never been able to do that. So, yeah. so that's not the premise in my head. That that's not what I'm thinking. What I think to myself is, I'm gonna go upstairs and exercise these old fingers just to make sure they still work. Um, and something something jumps out. Honestly, something jumps out, and and I press play and record and think, oh, I quite like that. And I'll and I'll record it, and I'll 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 forget about it and go to something else, and I'll come back and I'll listen to it the next day, and if I still like it, I'll th I'll then develop it further, and if I don't like it, I just press delete. Well, I mean, and that's that's the whole point. I think this that's why I do believe that you do feel this is your best. I do think this is probably your best album. I think it's bigger and brighter. I would probably though myself, I would either say. Making all the rules or Edge of the World would be the, the song I would introduce people to the album to. That's, oh, but I'm not, I'm not, as, I'm, not as, oh. I'm not emotionally invested in it though. I'm just saying for me that, um, and, and it's great because I'm a big fan of, um, because I like vinyl also, you know, um, hmm. and, and it's worse to me when you have three songs because if I have a record, you don't really like skipping songs around. Or to skipping songs, you make a playlist with that kind of, that kind of situation. Yeah. If I buy a vinyl, I want a good album. I want a solid album. I don't want to be flipping or suffering to one bad song. And and, and song song lineup matters too. The the flow. And mm. you know, so so you, you bookmarked cool. it with Edge of the World and making all the rules and all the songs in between. It fits perfect. It it flows. The arc is there. You well, know? you know, making all the rules, uh, that, that 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 was written by um, Craig, our drummer, um and uh and Francesco. Um and it's <laughs> Jack delivers it absolutely perfectly. There's a great storyline to it, um, mm -hmm. and it's you know it's uh, uh, Francesco and I got our you know got our acoustic guitars out. Uh, me here in the northeast of England and uh, and Francesco in Sardinia, um, and you know played the played the introduction to it, um, and then it kind of you know it it turns into a you know a, a, a rock song, um, mm -hmm. but it, it it's. Um, I think it's quite it's quite a masterstroke to 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 finish the album with that. It's brave. It's it's great. It's, it's plays creative, up. right? And, and that makes sense. It's yeah. It feels more like a musical story when you do it like that, which is and, and like a soundscape. Yeah. And that's where some of the best our favorite albums came from. I mean, that's why a Zeppelin got so big because it was a journey. You put it on, you were going somewhere. You know, whether you were smoking something or not. You know, and, and other bands and Pink Floyd and a lot of bands, you really want it. And that sometimes people forget how the songs were together. You take mm -hmm. your favorite albums and shuffle the songs and see how it works out for you. That can be that great. You know what I mean? No. Um, no. But, but there are, like, yeah, you know, I can say Taste of Love, Kiss the Sky, I'm looking at some of the song titles here. They're really great. I, I, you know, there really isn't a stinker in a bunch. I really do like it. And that's why I wanted to promote it. I don't, 
do this for for any kind of anything except for, no. for promote music I like. So if I don't like it, you know, if I thought well, it was all right, you know, I would be like, you know, <laughs> we no, put our time into it. You know, appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah. And you know, we're, we're not we're not afraid to you know to, to use it because we're a hard rock band. Doesn't mean to say that that we're kind of a grand piano or anything. You know, um, so a taste of love. Um, when I, when I came up with 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 um, the front of that, um, I, it, it, that was originally played on guitar, and I and, and I rang Jack up. Um, Jack lives in Florence, and I rang him up and I said, Jack, I said I'm hearing the front of this that I've sent you as a piano, not as my guitar. Have you got anybody that can transport transpose the um, or even transport transpose the uh, the guitar chords that I've played? But, you know, you know, onto on, onto a keyboard, onto a piano. And he said, "Yeah, I've got a, I've got a friend who's who's playing um, the circuit in Italy at the moment. He, he'll do it for us." Um, and oh my goodness, if I could remember his name, I'd give him a name check, but I can't. Uh, but he is he does have a name check on the in the credits in, in the booklet on the album. Uh, and and he he you know he he played a uh, he played a, 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 a we recorded it and playing a grand piano. Um, and he's put a bit of uh, Hammond organ in the choruses, uh, which is neatly. Um, hidden in there uh, as a layer um, and it's it, you know it sounds great we did it in 82 with the actor um, Fred uh, Purser who was the guitar player back then was actually a classically trained piano player so when, when we when, when we did all the big you know, the big tours with in all the big halls um, in the UK you know we carried around a, a, a grand piano with us in, in, in you know in the back of one of the one of the trailers um, which had to be tuned every day. Um, so, you know, it, it, we're certainly not afraid to, um, you know, to, to, to use instruments, um, you know, that, that you wouldn't normally see, you know, on a hard rock album. Um, and I, I, I think that, that ballad has, um, it's a rock ballad. So it, it you know, it, it starts off, it, it, it captures you in the net. Uh, and then, you know, it gives you a good shake as, as, as it starts to develop. Um, for me, it's I, I I don't write very many ballads because it's you know it's about I write about one every five years, <laughs> so that's, so don't expect another one for another five years. <laughs> but again, Frank, Frank, you know Frank, Francesco took that uh, and 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 developed it further uh, and and kind of you know um, all, uh, arranged it to, to to what it is now, and it's. Uh, it, it, it's great. I, I, and again, Jack delivers the vocal, um, you know, take a look at yourself. Um, is, is this who you want? You look in the mirror, is this who you really want to see? It, it's quite, it's quite thought invoking. Is it going to be a single? Um, do you know, I, I actually thought it would, it would make, it would make a good single. So yeah, maybe, 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 maybe it'll be the fourth one. I don't know. <laughs> you know, because here's the thing, like, I think I look back and that's what I'm saying. Like, even I, I, this doesn't surprise me. I mean, nothing, nothing does anyhow. But I mean, like early, early Tigers, you had some really great just pop songs, and it's hmm. not a dig. A good song, no, no, is a no, good no, song. No, no. But yeah. I'm saying you guys had rock. You guys were rock and metal, but some of your songs are just flat out pop music, which were great. You know, that's what I heard. And maybe some people, would, and I don't mean it because I, I like metal, but I thought, I thought some of these songs could have been perfect pop songs with rock and guitar, is what it felt like to me. So nothing, this, wrong, nothing wrong with a bit of pop. Nothing wrong with a bit of pop. Nothing wrong with a, with, with, with a bit of with a bit of disco. Do you know, I'm I'm, I'm a bit and of a, it's good pop. Quite back then too. 
It's not, it's not radio. It's not, it's not contrived radio with the, the timing and the beats for the perfect formula, like now. I'm talking as a good yeah. pop song where, like, where you could turn on the radio in the 70s and the 80s, and you're like, I don't quite like that artist, but man, that's a good song. Like, and it might be an artist totally you wouldn't like, but you're like, that's a good song. That happened to us yeah. back then. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, oh, I like that song. Like, your, your tape collection, your record collection was so weird and varied because everybody had a different sound. And that's the genre well, of pop song I'm talking about. If you look at, if you look at, let's 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 take it, uh, you know, a, a small band who nobody yeah. might might not be, not have heard of called Kiss, uh, and and they came <laughs> out with, um, <laughs> you know, they, they came out with with that disco song "I Was Made for Loving You," which arguably could be one, probably one of the biggest hits, yeah. but it crosses right over because you can play it at a disco, and and, and the, the kids will think, "Wow, this is a great disco song." You can play it at a heavy metal show. Yeah. That was, I actually talked to Desmond Child about that when he, he wrote that song with, with Paul. He said, mm. um, he said, um, because at that time, Desmond was also in his own band at the time yes. and he was doing his own music. And, and um, I think Paul came in to check them out because I guess this band brought in a lot of a lot of women to the band. It was like, oh, let's check out this band. And then somehow they, they met and started songs. And the deal was they were going to write songs together for each other. And so that was a song that they wrote together for Kiss, it was that mm. one. And of course, there was a lot of pushback at first, but then again, it becomes like one of the biggest songs. And then, of course, there's still pushback from it. The hit song is a hit song. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it will always shine through. Yeah. Just like Beth. I mean, the vocals on Beth are not what you're going to hear on like an American Idol, The Perfect Voice. But that's Peter Chris, and he made his song. I mean, that's a good song because, you know what I mean? He sang it in his voice, and that's why it's a good song. Um. But that was the days. You could do that. You could do that to, to different different bands, you know. And to me, mm-hmm. I, I saw that in that in some of those earlier songs too. And that's why when doing this stuff now, this version, you guys have already done with everything you've wanted to do, you know. At this point, this is your victory lap. You guys do whatever you want. You, you're not a point you have to prove yourself, you know. And the fact you have so much energy um, and it's so fresh is fantastic. Yeah, the, the, I, th- I think the victory lap is, is still a little way off. There's, uh, there's, a, there's, there's still a, a good two or three more albums in the tank. Still, oh, I, don't mean, I mean, like victory lap. I think, I think there's just three levels. I think. I'm sorry, you don't know my three levels. No, 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 off, no, I know. I know. What and you then mean, you have yeah. the rough, the rough years, and then you just mm. you know who you are, and you yeah. just do that for, for as long as you want. That's where you're at. The third, like you know who you are, and you can just do that as long as you want. Now you are. You know who you are. You're not worrying about record labels or fans or this or that. You're just who you are, and that's that's it. That's the yeah. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I I completely get that. Um. Uh, we're we're still we're still even at this stage. You know, the band 45 years into its history. Uh, you know, Craig's been there 23 years. Jack 18 years. Uh, and okay, we've we've got to you know we've we've got some new blood. We've got some new bloodlines. Um, uh, recently in the last couple of years. Um, but the, the, the you know, w- the lovely thing, what kind of when, when you get a, a blood transfusion, is it, it is, it is a new injection of life. Yeah, uh, yeah absolutely. And, and we're using all the puns here. Um, but the, the album is, is called Bloodlines for a reason. Um, you know, and it's, it, it's because we've had an injection of new blood. And if you look at uh, it, it, of course, it, it has a tiger on on the front, which all our albums do have, um, because that's our thing. Um, 
the cover was uh, was was done by um, an artist who um, Craig actually recommended, mm -hmm. um, and uh, Andy Pilkington, um, and he just you, when I first saw it, I was just blown away. I thought, "Crikey, that the detail out is um, is immense." Have you actually got uh, where you sat there? Have you actually got the album cover in front of you? Have you got a picture? I of it? don't have it directly in front of me now, but I, I do have it. It's great. Right, I was, I was just gonna, I was going to no. just going to ask you an observation about it. So you, you have you have, you have the tiger, and it looks like that there are trees. There are red trees around the tiger. Which, which everybody says they're trees, but actually, when you look at it closely, they're actually arteries and veins, and oh, okay. it's it's very cleverly done. And and so so the blood is coming down the trees into this pool underneath which you can't see, and it's creating this it's it's re, re, rebirthing this new tiger, which is why when you look at the tiger's head, there's a little he has a little ball patch, or she, um, yeah. or it. Has a little bull has a has a little bull patch be, because it's not completely formed yet. It's it's the bloodlines. The blood is is flowing through and it's it's evolving. Um, it, and it just you know Andy did us proud. He did an absolutely amazing job um, with his artwork for us. I'll, I'll um, go back and look at it and blow it up now. And really look in more detail. It looked cool, but I didn't yeah. like really pull up on my computer screen and blow it up and you know go through it. I listened to the well, album like, 10 times, but like I didn't, it, you know. <laughs> it's always nice to have a little backstory so, to, to, ha to, ha to have a look back over it again. I like the fact it's tiger blood. I mean, that's kind of pretty cool. Yeah, abs absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've heard tiger blood actually since uh, Charles Sheen went on this bender. That was, but um, this is a little more positive. <laughs> well, so, no, know, no, like, no, nice backstory. <laughs> I, I hasten to add, no tigers were harmed in the making yeah. of this album. I'm sure they did. If anything, you're 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 very very supportive of it. And 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 look, Mac, you are one of the bands from the new you know the new wave. You know, still rocking it. And when, and I do want to be clear, people, when I do say legacy, and if anybody's new to my show, I don't mean legacy love. I really don't mean this is it for you. Like, there's a lot of my favorite bands. Like most people that are on the show, and the legacy lot can be 25, 30 years. It just means you've mm. gotten past like the 90s. In the early 2000s was so weird for music um, and record labels and, and Napster and this and that. That was usually the middle for bands that are around right now. Or it was a death meal for bands that just couldn't make it past that. Fairly because it was hard. So if you made it past that, that was the middle part where like if you got past that and you're making music now for fun, for a living, for whatever, then you, you this is your victory. You're in your victory lap, you know, of, of, of yeah, music. Yeah. You've, you're doing what you want now. You, you've won. That's it. Now you're just kind of having fun. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I like that sentiment. Um, the album before last, the album just called Tigers of Pantang 2016, we actually got a gold disc for, uh, which was quite nice, um, for phys physical sales. Um, uh, the last album was released just as COVID started, so uh, we, we, we did three shows to promote that album uh in its entirety so that didn't really get its best chance um but i'm I, I mean there's lots of shows this year um from mexico city to norway <laughs> and, and 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 all and all 
all the venues in between. So we're we're, um, we're we're pushing it as hard as we can. The new album, um, and of course, we play new songs. Uh, it, you know, um, in the set in the live set, um, we just rejigged it um, about two weeks ago. Uh, took seven songs out and put seven songs in. Um, so it's. It, it, you know, when you're coming to see us uh, this year, it, you will hear, you know, different songs to, to what you've heard in the past. That's for sure. Um, so it's a it's, it's a kind of a new it's a kind of a new show, um, which, which is very exciting uh, and sometimes very worrying, wondering whether you, you know, uh, um, sometimes I do think to myself, what's next? Is it a chorus or is it a verse? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, but- yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're you know, I, I muddle through uh, and, and and get it. <laughs> I think it's exciting. So, um, so it's the, you know, you being on tour is great. I mean, any chance of coming over towards the uh, America? Oh gosh, we'd absolutely love to come across to the states, but um, it, it's it's finding it's finding the right tour to to be quite honest with you. Because do you know, I don't know whether or not a lot of people know this. When when bands come and play in the UK, they come and play in the UK for free. Yes, I've actually, my, my, if they watch my shows, they've heard me go on this rant because I think it's baloney that you guys get. It's so expensive so, to come over here. So when we come across to the states, it's now two thousand dollars per person before we even set foot off the plane. Okay. So that's ten grand to land somewhere, and then you've got to do shows. And then you get taxed on that, on your on your merch. Yes. Here so and then. The, the the incentive is is shocking, really. Yeah. Yet everybody everybody can pile into the UK and just do what you want. <laughs> well, uh, heard, the so, whole Brexit thing is daunting now for for American bands. They're like, I don't know, man. It's kind of crazy to go around now. I think it's a little stressing for bands now. Um, well, yeah, COVID hasn't hasn't really affected anybody coming to the UK. I have to say. Um, so yes, it, it's it's definitely on uh, you know on our agenda. Uh, we would we would dearly loved to tour the states, and I'm sure uh, you know attendances would be well you know up towards 100. percent But it's it, it's finding the right deal and the right tour to be quite honest yeah. with you. I, I totally um, understand it. I totally understand it. Be, because because we we haven't really done it, it would have to be. You know, if you're just going to come and see us once ever, then it's got to be right. Right. Or do yeah, I mean, it would have to be a totally package deal with somebody else. You know, you bring somebody else yeah. over there, so it's a double deal for somebody who hasn't done it. So it's super fantastic for people to come out. Or you're going to go with yeah. somebody who's already proven to fill some seats, because and then you can make some money because you don't want to end up in debt. That's not good business. You know. No, no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. No. Um, so yeah. I mean, and I tell people this is it. If you see your favorite band going around, you see that you want to see Tigers, they come around. That doesn't mean they can be around every single year. You need to go to every show if you want to keep seeing them. Do you know, the, the, the band must get very tired about my little speech. It doesn't last long, but every night when we play, I always thank people for coming, and I, I don't thank, I don't particular specifically thank them for coming to see the Tigers. I thank mm-hmm. them for coming to that venue, and I say because if you don't come to this venue. To watch your favorite act and by the way thank you very much for spending your hard-earned money on tickets to come and see us but if you don't spend your money coming to this venue it'll close and that'll be another venue gone and you'll have to travel further away or, or yeah. look further afield to go and see somebody so it's a fantastic venue 
please keep supporting it. Please keep coming. Thank you very much. And you know, it it it. I mean, the the band clap. You know, the the band clap me now saying this because it needs to be said. It, it it's you know, I, I do sound like a, like a crack record. I'm sorry for the pun, but it, it's very important that if you know if if you if there's a band coming to town and you want to go and see them, then pull all the stops out to go and do that because yeah. you help the venue out tenfold to, to keep the venue going and the and, and the boys and girls behind you know behind the pumps pulling the pulling the beers and and, and pouring the jack daniels the venue owner you know that, that has to make a living and of course you're keeping the band on the road so yeah. it, it it's all super important and i know money's really tight at the moment but music's always very special to everybody it's it's a it's a therapy almost you know um it, it, it's the heartbeat of of life if if you know if music is your thing um and even if you have it on if you have the radio on you know if if you if you're by yourself and you turn the radio on it's like having a friend in the room no, no matter what music's playing it, it it's it's comfort it, it's it's somebody there with you um and even better if you're playing some tigers because because there's <laughs> there's there's a big cuddly furry friend there with you in the room. <laughs> <laughs> well played, well played. Um, this is, I want to thank you. This is fantastic. I want to encourage people. You said, mm. would you say May, May 16th? I didn't know the date off the top of my head. The release. Uh, sorry, May, May, 5th. May, May 5, May 5. May the 5th, it comes out officially um, worldwide, everywhere. Um, you know, from your favorite duck pond to um, Connecticut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nice, and I've, I, I say I give I give my stamp. I've I've heard it, and I listen to it. And I'm going to continue listening to it, you know, now until after it's out for a while. You know, I'll keep listening to it. It's it's good. It's I hate saying it's the best of all your albums. I mean, right now it's, it is the best because I'm listening to it now the most. Um, I probably off the, off the bat, it probably is my favorite of listening to of all yours right now. So it's great. So congrats. Thank you. And, you know, and, and you you've just raised a bargain on yourself. So. You better, uh... Thank you very much indeed. <laughs> you have to hustle. Wealth, health, and happiness to all your viewers and listeners. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you. You take care, man.